0: as the pipes and drums of the Angus Prune Battalion beat a hasty retreat. It's time once more for those lone pipers of the air. Timbrook Taylor, John Cleese, Graham Garden, David Hatch, Joe Kendall and Bellotti. So without more ado and rather a lot of nothing, here's John Otto Cleese.
1: Oh no, it's I'm sorry I'll read that again, Buddy.
2: Again
0: Television cookery experts have always been highly successful personalities. Yes. We wondered what it would be like if they were ever cast in a radio play.
2: Oh, now, I say that. I
0: say that to justify the next sketch. But you and I know that this is just an old excuse for lots of cookery puns. Now, listeners may be interested to know that the BBC's official entry for the Eurovision pun contest will be selected from the following playlist. Well, let's go then, and please remember. Television cookery experts and radio plays. We start with the title of the play, Pots and Puns. That was pun number one. (laughs) Pun number one.
1: Boil beef and carrots. Boil beef and carrots. Who's there? It's me, Lord (laughs) Stilton. May I have one tray to this joint? Why, of course. Lard, you're dripping. You'll be... You'll be kitchen, your desert of cold. Thanks.
0: I got caught in the rain, dear.
1: Come, toast yourself at the fire. Excuse my cooking apron.
0: You always look a tasty dish, Meg, whatever the dressing. Oh,
1: you menu. You're always flattering.
0: No, I mean it. You're a lovely bit of crackling. I could eat you all out. <laughs>
1: Men who are too fresh, they soon go off. I admit it.
0: In the past, I was a loose liver.
1: You've certainly got an awful reputation. But I've simmered
0: down now. It's only when I'm with you my heart starts boiling over, Meg. Oh, Meg! You drive me off my nut, Meg.
2: Don't give. Don't.
0: Meg, don't give me the cold shoulder. Oh, you'll get over it.
1: It's just a flash in
0: the pan. No, 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 no. <laughs> Let us be married. I'll be true to you. To the end, of my days.
1: This is so sardine. <laughs> I'm afraid you're just not my cup of tea. Oh, you've got a
0: cruel, cold tongue. I suppose the truth is you've got other fish to fry.
1: As a matter of fact, I have. Oh. You see, oh. I'm in love with police constable Dick Dangerfield. Yes, I lost my heart the first day I spotted Dick. Ah!
0: ah. ah the village copper. Use your loaf, sugar. He hasn't got a sausage. <laughs>
1: Gets a small salary, but I'll I'll run off with him whenever he cares to say go. You're nowhere in the right. Sir,
0: so, you turn me down for a penniless country dumpling.
1: If I make a hash of things, if I make a hash of things, I'll just have to stew in my own juice, as my ma might say. Sir, so, oh, well, you give me the raspberry, eh? Very well then, I shall have to start treating you like a tart. Well.
0: At last, you get your dessert.
2: And screaming
0: won't help you, it'll only make me a little rasher. You shall be the
1: mother of my child. No, no, I can't bear it. Curses, there's someone at the door. Help! The door's open. Just lift the
0: ketchup. <laughs> hello, hello. There's something fishy going on here. What's cooking? Dick, my darling. No, oh, it's nothing, Constable. The lady was just behaving like a custard. Behaving like a custard? Yes, getting upset over a trifle. Me. Ah, a bit of a hot dog, eh? I've only got two words to say to you, sir. Irish stew. Irish
2: stew?
0: Irish stew for a salt buttery and dessert. Well, there it is. How many did you get? Send your choice on a postcard by last Friday, please, to us, and the winning pun will go forward to the Eurovision pun contest. Now for some facts to help you understand the boring song that follows. Bill Oddie and Graham Garden are 26 years old. Thank you. Uh, Dave Lee is 42. (laughs) Round the
2: hips.
0: (laughs) When you're getting very, very old like me you
2: begin to reminisce
0: What was he doing, boy? That's right. (laughs) Trying to remember how it used to be I think of all the things I miss Hmm. Hmm. Oh, what a happy time when we were in our prime. Now, let me see, about 43, I guess. Maybe a little later, though. That's right. When you were just about 18 months. Oh, oh 18 months. And I was rather late. Now, hold on, boy. Good old days, eh? And bring him back.
2: Still, you know, try to have a go, right?
0: Time, I miss the good old days of bassinets and fluffy dogs. The good old days of alphabets and gollywoods. How old can I come back to your arms? Those, Those were the good, good old, old, days. old days. Sing Back to good old days of ankle socks and baby clothes. A good old days of Dr. Spock's and runny nose.
2: Oh, take us back, please.
0: We're gonna sing again that sweet refrain we love so well. well you know the one. <laughs> <laughs> I love those good old days. Our milk and mash and roll each other. Mr. 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 I can't yeah, will have a Is that I have a hot share we could share Just meant for two How happy we would be harmony I'll hold you near and in your ear I whisper to you come here. Oh no you have I'm afraid I have Here we go Bring back the good old days Our doting answer number two The good old days Our plastic pants and wedges. We love
2: it all Walk across We're coming back.
0: Scandinavia, and you may think of beautiful blondes. Oh, may I? Oh, certainly.
2: Oh.
0: oh, thank you. I enjoyed that. Yeah, it's not at all. But Scandinavia isn't all... But Scandinavia isn't all blondes and free love. Oh, I don't mind paying. Mm. It, is also, it is also rich in history.
2: Mm.
0: A history of... Blondes and free love. No. Oh! A history of savagery and adventure.
2: Ten thousand
0: years ago was the time of the Norsemen. The Vikings taught the world navigation, but their greatest contribution to the civilized world was that they discovered America and kept quiet about it. (laughs) So today we relive their adventures as we meet again, the Vikings. Vikings! 9 And the 10 o'clock news follows in one minute. <laughs> but uh, to avoid that boring music, here it is now. The Vikings have returned from a successful raid on Paris, where they defeated all the Normans and Franks, uh, and Pierres and Jacques. <laughs> and now the French sing sadly as they hope their great emperor Charlemagne will come and rescue them.
2: I you me yes. Yes. Charlemagne.
0: Meanwhile, back in Norway, the Viking chiefs have been making merry. And merry was loving it.
2: But now
0: their hearts are heavy. Oh, oh, it's heavy. For they have just read in the morning tapestry that their old king, Sharkfin the decrepit, has finally passed away. It was not a great surprise. The old king had not been out of bed for six weeks. So things must have been very bad. Or very good. <laughs> Either way, it was too much for him, and this morning his physician has pronounced him dead. Him dead.
2: <laughs> so
0: now, so now, preparations are being made for traditional Viking funeral. Oh, come on, we're not going to have funeral jokes, are we? Certainly not. I couldn't think of any. No but I could. Good. Anyway, Sharkton, the decrepit's eldest son, John Otto the Chinless... <laughs> Kneels before the shrine of the great Viking gods and says his prayers.
2: Ah.
0: Oh, Odin, to thy mighty domain I commend the soul of my father. Bless his family and send us a score of sons to bring forth teeming harvest. And gods, bless our tribe and give us bounty of a million treasures. Amen. Oh, and God bless me and send me a new teddy bear.
2: <laughs> and now
0: let the funeral begin. And so the funeral procession assembles at the waterside. From here, I can see a great collection of Vikings and Vi-queens. And there's... And there's Harold Hardrada, who got his name when earlier today he stood by the dead king and said, Hardrada, you didn't
2: meet. And
0: now the mourners, in mourning suits, of course, wring their hands. And the court poet comes forward to read a funeral poem.
1: Look, as he reads, his face is coming out in spots. Ha ha!
0: It must be an elegy. And finally,
2: oh.
0: if everything is ready, and they bring out the funeral beer. Oh. Ah. Blanky Blanky. 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 Right, let's get on with it. Stop! It was my father's wish not to be buried in a wooden box. Why? He gets claustrophobia. It's traditional. We always bury Vikings in a barrow. It's easier to move them around. Nevertheless, we must grant him his last request. It's a bit late, isn't it? (laughs) No, there was one after that. He wanted to be pushed out to sea, lying on his ship in a special coffin with windows. A tomb with a few. Quite.
2: And he must land his
0: ship with his boots on, and we must set fire to the lot. Ah, now this is an ironical, oblique reference to an old Viking legend. Concerning the man who, finding his feet were cold, took off his boots and warmed them over the fire. However, they caught light and were ruined. Thus, he left himself with even colder feet because his boots caught fire. This is, of course, the origin of the well-known saying, burning your bridges. (laughs) And so... I didn't understand that. And so Sharkfin was laid in his favourite boat. Still don't understand it.
2: And then John Otto
0: strode forward to make a last sacrifice to the gods. Odin, for thee I must slaughter something most precious and dear to me. Aww. So I kill this, my sacred hand. Come here,
2: stupid bird. Sorry.
0: Terrible sacrifice. Now, Shark you shall sail your last journey in your favourite boat. Here, I will set it alight. Ah, he was a great warrior, but he's finally met his match. The
2: great ship slid
0: away from the shore as the flames licked round her. (laughs) John Otto made his very last speech.
2: Thank heavens.
0: Farewell, O my great and glorious father. May thy body be consumed by purest fire as thy soul flies to Valhalla. Farewell, Finn. Farewell. Goodbye, Father. Goodbye.
2: Goodbye! Cheerio!
0: <laughs> Where's that doctor? <laughs> he was dead. I took his pulse. Which one? At the left. His
2: wooden arm. Oh! <laughs> listen,
0: listen. He's shouting something at us.
2: Where's the fire extinguisher? I
0: think he's saying, where's the fire extinguisher? In the galley in the tin marked sugar. Thank
2: you.
0: Where's <laughs> the sugar? And so Sharkfin fought the fire. Take <laughs> that. Until it was out.
2: Nine-ah, 10
0: But by now the boat was only a speck on the horizon. It's no good we'll never catch him now. The wind's carrying him off his doom. Oh, farewell, Father. Goodbye. Never
2: nothing yet. Bear me
0: witness. Not on radio. I hear hereby vow to sail the seas till I find my father on Earth or in Valhalla. Who will come with me? At this, the whole gathering spoke with one voice. Not, Not me. me.
2: <laughs> and now
0: you know our moral code. The Norse code.
2: Quite. <laughs> so to all
0: of you, I say, the dirty duck is crawling through the plastic wombat. What yeah, yeah. What's he mean? You must decipher it for me.
2: We can't. Then
0: I'll decipher myself. <laughs> It means I must be accompanied on my journey by the most beautiful girl in our camp. Fiona And by my nearest and dearest. Fiona Barthala! Well, she's not nearest, but she's certainly
2: dearest. <laughs>
0: Fiona had that quality most rare in Scandinavian beauty. Ugliness.
2: <laughs> so Fiona will
0: come with me. Now, who else? I must have a man, too. How about you, Honest Swain? No, sir, to the foolish journey, sir. I'd rather you perish alone, sir, than me along with thee. Huh, you filthy Swain. laugh? No, I'm sorry, it wasn't funny.
2: <laughs> Look it out.
0: John Otto was furious, but as he spat with rage, he spotted an old man. Whoops, sorry! <laughs> Well, it's all right. I should tread on me if you feel like it. Oh, life is fun. <laughs>
2: oh, good
0: Lord, oh. I know that voice. It's yours. No, really, I couldn't accept it. <laughs> but
2: I know you. <laughs> Aren't you trembling, the
0: small? Yes, I am. Yes. Oh, yes. You used to be my retainer, remember?
2: Ah,
0: yeah. No? You haven't retained very much <laughs> remember when i was little how i used to whip you and i loved it oh yes when you were bigger i used to whip you and i still loved it <laughs> and remember when i wanted to take <laughs> up back and i made you a lovely little target it didn't hurt did it no not much except when i drink i have to stand on my head otherwise i leak <laughs> always looking for a good joke never finding it <laughs> no. Same old Gimbling. you look the same, you talk the same, you even smell the same. I haven't changed. That explains (laughs) it. But say, old man. Old man. Come with me on this voyage. (laughs) Come with me on this voyage. Just say yes or no, understand? Yes. Good, then it's settled.
2: No! Come, let's prepare.
0: We must leave at once. It can be dangerous in foreign lands. You'll need some protection. True. Ethel Wuff, the dogman. May I buy one of your ferocious watchdogs? No, I've sold them all. You mean you've retired rich and happy and you have no dogs left? Yes, I haven't a cur in the world. Never mind,
2: never mind.
0: Why should I fear? With these three companions, Fiona the Harlot, Grimbling the Small, and my faithful old battle axe.
2: <laughs> oh, no! the <laughs> of man-eater, my great Earth. I'm
0: coming back. I should have hit her harder. This is no journey for you, Constance. What can one woman do amongst a crew of tough and adventurous men? Don't
2: worry, I'll think of something. Very well. Very well.
0: Let's be off. But first, one last prayer to the gods. Oh, no. A prayer to the appropriate deities, to the deity of the sea, to the deity of battle, and Fiona, to the deity of love.
1: You've just got a deity mind.
0: Oh. Thank you. And a little deity entitled, Cup. <laughs> Sail to unknown shores.
2: What, shores? I'll have... A mild and bitter... Ah!
0: So they sailed away. And the great folks breasted... The Stop. I'm sorry you can't say that. There's been far too much of that kind of language on this programme lately. But, but I only said bread. Ah. I hope you was the less erotic equivalent. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Bosom. Right, carry on. The great boat bosomed the waves. It seemed to plumb the very bowels no, of... No, the... no, no, no. Internal organs. It seemed to plumb the very internal organs uh, of... Organs?
2: ah, uh, uh, organs, no. Uh, viscera, viscera.
0: It seemed to plumb the very internal viscera of the sea. It shook from top to bottom. No. <laughs> Bosom to bottom? No, no, top to... uh Backside? Uh, sit-me-down.
2: Sit-me-down. <laughs> yes.
0: Sir. It shook from top to sit-me-down. All right. The ship reared. Um, sit-me-down. <laughs> and even the mast bust. Um, bosomed. <laughs> but in true naval tradition... Uh, belly button. But in true belly button tradition, <laughs> they ran up the stern sheets. Good. Well, you seem to have got the idea now. I'll leave you to it. Okay? Okay. <laughs> Spoilers, Two days out, they were appalled by the appearance of a frightful sou'wester. Take that
2: stupid thing off! Uh-huh.
0: The clouds began to darken and the wind moaned.
2: Mm-hmm. 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 Ooh, the wind. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: there. Helplessly, the little crew watched the waves breaking. They managed to ride the storm.
2: Oh, give me up, oh, But naturally.
0: Naturally, they were blown off course. Of course, quite. So <laughs> one night they ran aground. The next morning, Otto was the first to realize they'd been shipwrecked. Look!
1: Look, on the, on the shore! A group of natives. We'd better
0: be careful. Try and get one of them to come forward. I, I'll call for their leader. Right. Yoo A tall native came towards them. He was wearing only a loincloth.
1: He's leaving his warriors and coming by himself.
0: Yes, his support's pretty scanty. You can shave that leg again. <laughs> it's nearly here. Worth trying that plan, eh? Yeah, I think it'll come off. Oh, good heavens. Stand up, Sienna. Me, big um, chief um, of Indians, um.
1: Why do you keep saying um?
0: Speechum, impedimentum. Don't
1: laugh. I wasn't thinking
0: of it. Right. <laughs> now, here's our chance. Grimbling, grab that Indian and flog him. I'll give you two pound pimple. Who, you? Me, Constance, the man eater. Me, big chief, standing by. I can see that. How? <laughs> Anywhere you like, dear boy.
2: Careful, Constance. He
1: may be a cannibal. Before you know where you are, he'll be nibbling your arm. Oh, and what's the pudding, cheeky? <laughs> Come here,
2: you gorgeous native. Mm.
0: White woman, kiss with pocket tongue.
2: Yes, kinky, isn't it?
0: <laughs> you play on games with me. Soon you play some special Indian games. You
2: fiend!
1: You wouldn't do that to a woman. (laughs)
0: Who else? Mix makes no difference. I have no scruples. Oh, you poor thing, never mind. too far. Nobody else has had a gag for two pages. See, it. We've come to plant our flag. It'll never grow them. Now, <laughs> me take you all unto um big white chief
2: Big
1: white chief em? White chief, um? Otto, that could be your father.
0: Hmm. Well, tell me, is he fierce and resolute? No. And gentle but wise? No. A born leader of men? No. Then it's him. <laughs> big white chief, not your father. If you lead us to him, we'll give you lots of money. You will welcome his son. When I got money, I happy like um song. No, I wonder what song that is. Surely you know it. I think
2: I do, yes.
0: When I rich, i a smiling.
2: That wasn't a wonder.
0: No, it wasn't Come, I need him, you too, big white chief So they were led inland. And soon they could hear the sound of the Indian bass. It was a war dance. They edged their way down a cliff towards it, but the steps were difficult. Slow, slow, quick, quick, slow, um. At last they reached the camp, and facing them was a big white wigwam. At last. Can I really believe that this tent is what I've been searching and longing for these many months? Yes, and hurry up. I'm next. No. This, um, 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 um. No, this, um, house of um, big white sheep, on them. Um. Slowly the flap opened, and there appeared before them a gaunt figure... With a headband and long flowing tresses.
2: Daddy, <laughs> <laughs> what were
0: you doing in there? I was loitering with intent.
1: That was the British entry for this year's Eurovision pun contest.
0: <laughs> Won't win, you
2: know. <laughs>
0: good things must come to an end, so don't worry, the credits will be over in just a minute. Suffice it only to say that the voices you heard were those of Timbrook Taylor, John Keyes Graham Garden, David Hatch, Joe Ken, Bill Oddy, which is enough to make you blanch, or even Ethel. The scripts, the scripts were by Timbrook Taylor, Bill Oddie, and Douglas Young. The songs were by Bonnie Bill Oddy, and the music by Dolly Dave Lee, with arrangements by lovely Dave Lee. And if that isn't enough, the whole show was produced by me, David Hatch. What? Oh, all right. And Peter Titheridge. You won't believe this, but there'll be yet another edition of I'm Sorry, i Read It Again next week. So to tide you over till then, here's the voice of the nation's heartthrob, John Otto Cleese. Oh no, it's I'm Sorry, i Read That
2: Again. again. <laughs>